Hey, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Perik Yud, Posset Aleph, Hoi HaChokikim Chokikei Oven. So just to set the stage, the event that Yeshayahu is prophesying on is the imminent capture, exile, and destruction of the ten tribes of the northern kingdom. And Yeshayahu will live to see that. Uh, unlike Nebuchadnezzar and the conquest of Bayez Rishon, that he will not see, that will be 130 years later. But this is coming, it is almost irrevocable, but that does not stop him from trying to get B'nai Yisrael to do tshuva. And so here he addresses, at least in the first four psukim, one of his favorite, as it were, target audiences. And that is the judges, the scribes, the legislators of B'nai Yisrael. So we begin, Hoi, which we have already described as woe to, the frustration. Hoi ha-chokikim oven, those who engrave literally rules of, of fraud, of sin. Uh, as Rashi says, by the way, that it also refers to um, Shkarot Mizuyafin, the scribes who write forged documents. In other words, these documents were used to cheat, to exploit the poor, the disadvantaged, to take their land, etc. And woe to them, umachtivim amal kitbo. And those who write uh, iniquitous writings that make decisions, that legislate. Lahatos midin dalim. Because what it does is pervert any justice for the dalim, for the poor, the disadvantaged. Uligzol mishwat aniyayami. It steals justice from the poor of my nation. Notice, notwithstanding um, the punishment that's to come, it's still Ami, my nation. The Kodesh Baruch who still considers Israel his people. Lios almanos shulolim ve'esyisomim yovosu. This is very interesting because what they do is they leave the widows shulolim uh, desolate and the orphans they plunder. And it is so interesting because this is one of, again, Yeshayahu's favorite topics, justice for the Almana and for the Yasom. We saw in Perak Aleph in Chazon Yeshayahu, he says, you want to do tshuva? Start by seeking justice for the Almana, for the Yasom. Get them a fair hearing. Uh, get, defend them. And we see that that concept is really enshrined in our Jewish practice. The Torah mentions it frequently. Um, Ramban says it is one of the mitzvahs lasase that you cannot abuse the orphan and the widow. And I heard a wonderful drasha based on um, the hallelujah, the first hallelujah we say after Ashrei, we said it this morning. Let me just read it to you. Uh, we praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, that he does justice to the oppressed. He feeds bread to the hungry. He frees those who are uh, in prison. He 
causes the blind to see. Hashem Zokhev Kafufim, he straightens the back of the bench. Hashem Mohev Tzadikim, he loves the Tzadik. Hashem Shomeris Geirim, he protects the convert. Yosom Almana Yodeid. Now it shifts into the singular. All those are plural. Tzadikim, Aviveirim, Asurim. But now when it comes, Yosom Almana is in the singular. It doesn't say Yosomim even Almanos. Yodeid, he protects them. And the drusha is that the Kaddish Baruch Hu has an individual relationship with each Almana, with each Yosom. They're each one under his special watch, his special responsibility. And what the test is, in the Forshim say, in dealing with the Yosem and Almana, is it has to be as if you are protecting it if they had their protector there. Yosem's father is not there. The Almana's husband isn't there. You have to be the protector. You have to pretend, as it were, that you are there watching out for their interests. So as we see, it is a, a very important enshrinement in our, in our land. And here, under this legislative system, they are defrauding them. They're not even coming into court because they know they're not gonna, no one's gonna defend them. No one's gonna even judge in their favor. Continues in Shayahu Pasuk Gimel, Umatasaleyon Pekuda Ulishoam and Merchot. What are you going to do on the day of retribution? Lishoah, very interesting, it's the use of the word Shoah, um, which means like sort of a darkness, a deep darkness of destruction. And what are you going to do when that happens? Uh, who are you going to run to for help? And where are you going to leave your honor and glory? Could be, the pshat would be honor and glory, that which you have acquired, um, that which you have taken by force or taken by fraud. And also, quodim is also a word the Gemara teaches, quodim is that your clothing. In other words, your wealth. Um, what are you going to do with your wealth? You, you can't take it with you, literally. You're not going to be taking it into exile. So it's all for naught. Biltikara, where a person never knelt. Biltikara, he will now be a prisoner. Tachas asir. Biltikara, harugim. And in that place, they will yiplu becholzos. They will fall as the dead. Lo po. The old Yodov And now for the fourth time, that phrase Bacholzos Lo Shovapova Old Yodov that even with this suffering and this punishment, Khadishparhu's anger is not satiated. You're still going to be judged. There are further old Yodov Natuya, his hand is still outstretched in punishment. Now Yeshayahu shifts to a very interesting target audience. Melech Ashur, Sancheriv. This is directed to King Sancheriv himself, and we're going to see this goes the rest of the pair. Hoy Ashur, again, woe to Ashur Assyria. Shevet Api Umatehu Biyodam Zami. My staff has my anger, and they, my mate, my rod is in their hands, my. Um, Another word for anger, um, fury. And this is a very interesting concept. What the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying to Assyria and saying to Sancheru, 
You are merely a instrumentality. You're a tool of my anger. You don't do anything without me directly. Do you think you are making these decisions of conquest and empire? It is the Kaddish Baruch who does it. We see that concept, by the way, in Yom Kippur dominating in uh, Kol Nidre, where we say, tachomer biyad we are like clay in the hands of the Creator. He can extend it, he can shorten it. In other words, these Sancheros of the world are just rods and instruments of the Kaddish Baruch Hu's action. The Kaddish well, Baruch Hu decides the action. So if, if Hashem considers Israel, his people, he created all people. What does he consider the Assyrians? And, and why is it moral to use them to destroy Israel, to, to fight against the Jews, and then to blame them for it? That's the point. He's saying at this point, he doesn't blame them for it. We've seen this, for example, in Paro and Mitzrayim. That Paro is just, there's a great medrash. That you remember when he confronts Paro the first time, he has a staff, a stick. And he throws it down, it becomes a nachash. And uh, in other words, the staff, but when you use it, when Paro, with the sin of Paro, because it's asked almost exactly your question, saying, is it really Paro's fault if he's being used as a thing, as a rod? Because when they exceed what their mandate is, like Sancheirev. In other words, Sancheirev's job was to exile the ten tribes. That was it. Kaddish Baruch Hu His job was not to destroy Yerushalayim, and that's really the Kaddish Baruch How does he know that, though? How would he know that? From where? He reads this. He's being told. This was even written at the time. That, in other words, he understands. You've got to understand that you are not the master of your fate, the captain of your destiny. That it's the Kodesh Baruch Hu that's directing every move. So, um, he says, I am sending him to a blasphemous, sinful nation, the Al-Am of Arti, a nation of... of um, Sin atzavoni lishlo sholol v'lavoz baz lishumi mirmas kechomer chutzos. What I'm sending him to do is loot, plunder, and make the land trampled kechomer chutzos like a muddy field. That is what I have told, not told, but that is what I am directing Sancheirer. But who locate Yidamelovavo? He doesn't know. Sanchevir doesn't know this because he thinks His job, he thinks, is to destroy nations, is to capture. Remember again, Sanchevir at that time captured the whole known world, was under his rule. Sanchevir thinks this is all him. He's done it. Are not my officers in the armies, kings themselves, and put, put kings in each place. Hello, Becharmish Kalono. These are names. It's not Charmish, one of my kings and puppet uh, general, I'm sorry, generals and puppet kings. Hello, Becharmish Kalono. Is he not like Kalono? Imloke Erpad. Is Erpad look like Hamas? Imloke Damesek Shamron is not my capital of Damascus, like the capital of, of um, the ten tribes of the north, 
Shomros, it's me. Kasher as I have conquered these nations, these kingdoms of idols, with idols and and from Yerushalayim to Shomron, that raises a question, because at the time of Hizkiyahu, there was very little idol worship in Yehuda. Shomron, yes, they had a tradition of that. But Yerushalayim, it must be that there were pockets, say Mephoshim, still of idol worship. And he's saying, idol worship is idol worship. Like I conquered these nations that had gods of, that they felt were like, you know, supreme. Same thing's gonna happen to Yerushalayim. Like I did to Shomron's, Thus I will do to Yerushalayim and its idols. Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but when he has completed his task, his task is limited to the ten tribes of Israel here. But when he comes to Heart Sion and Yerushalayim, I will t- retribution on the fruits of the king of Ashur, Valtiferis Rumenov, and on the haughty arrogance of his eyes. In other words, after the ten tribes, Sancheirah, as he's going to see, conquers Yehuda. Basically, he conquers the outskirts of Yehuda. He now comes to claim the prize that has eluded him, the diamond in the tiara, Yerushalayim. And that's where he will be stopped. Because he says, and now he's describing, the, and he's continuing, an internal monologue that Sancheirah has. This Sancheirah is saying, I did this with my might. My wisdom. With my brilliance. And what I have done, and we have learned this before, I have obliterated the borders of the nation. We've seen that one of the master strategies of Sancheirev is what you call Bilbo Hagvulim, Bilbo Ha'amim. He mixes up the nations. He takes the captive indigenous population and transfers them thousands of miles away um, so that they're in effect no borders. They're also, it's clever because of the fact that it's tough to mount a revolution when the indigenous population is thousands of miles away. It does raise a very interesting halakhic question. Because he has done this with everybody, the Ammonites are here, the Moabites are here. What about the halachos, like the Ammoni and a Moabi cannot convert or marry a Jew? Does that apply today? Or the command to obliterate the seven nations of Canaan. Does that apply? And Mephorshim is saying, no, it doesn't apply anymore because Ammon is an Ammon, Moab is in Moab, and the Canaanites aren't the Canaanites. They have been scattered and obliterated. The exception, by the way, certain Mephorshim say, is Amalek, because Amalek isn't a geographical zone. Amalek is a conceptual enemy that has to be fought in each generation. But anyway, that's what he does. And he says, I've obliterated borders. 
Um, and therefore, again, I have destroyed the people, I have scattered them. And in my conquest, it was easy. It was like taking eggs from an abandoned bird nest. It was like taking an egg from a nest. It was no more resistance, no more battle. I did it myself. Ani Osafti, I gathered it. Below Hayon, no der Knuff, no one spread his wings. That's onomatopoeia. Nobody opened his mouth to chirp as I took all these nests. This is a beautiful metaphor. Does one glorify? The metal axe, the axe part of uh, uh, the handle, al over the person who is wielding the axe. Im yiskadel hamashur. Does one the saw? Does one praise the saw? Al minafinov as the one who is wielding the sword, on the forest, the, the instruments that fell the trees, as opposed to the person who is directing it, who is using that, wielding that instrument or that sword. Or that. In other words, it's all the Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have nothing. You are a tool. You stop when I tell you to stop. You will succeed when I make you succeed. Lachem, Yishlach Adon Hashem Nov Razon. And in the end, the Kaddish Baruch Hu will send Misham Nov from his fat, his might, Razon against the weakness. And now Yishayol uses another favorite metaphor, that of a fire that is out of control. In other words, I will send fire that will consume. And Israel will be, their fire will emanate, their sanctity will be like a flame. And it will consume like um, thistles and thorns, or it will destroy the soul, individual soldiers in one day, which is what happens. Excuse <coughs> me. I will make the whole, the forest will be totally destroyed. Individual soldiers of Sancheirer will be killed. Ushar eats Yara Misparihiyu. And the rest of the survivors, Yara will be Misparihiyu. They will be a number. Vinoar Yachtivain. Interesting example that a, a child will be able to write them. So what's a letter that a child can write? Simplest letter is Yud. So that the Kodesh maybe will spare 10 people from Samtherer, just as he spared Pharaoh, they say, to tell the story, to tell the tale. In any way, what Yeshayahu is saying, the point to bring home here, and we will continue this, is, again, it is all the direction of the Kodesh Baruch the whole world. Sancheirev is it at the is the whole world. Paro is done by Yad Hashem, and so the sooner that we recognize it, at least there would be a chance.
for possible tshuva and aversion of the end that is soon to come, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.